This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 85. The three biggest differences in the grading between writing task one, general, and academic. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. In today's episode, you'll find out how the IELTS academic exam is different from the IELTS general exam when it comes to writing task one, and you'll get the three key differences that the examiner looks for. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Jessica, how are you doing today? Are you feeling well-rested on a Monday? I am still excited from watching the U.S. women win the World Cup yesterday. It was amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, back on July 5th, right? Yeah, so that was a few weeks ago. But that's oh, right. awesome that they won. <laughs> As we are speaking no. now. Yeah, it was yesterday <laughs> for me, two weeks ago for our listeners, because we, we plan right, ahead that's right. on our show. <laughs> we plan ahead, yeah. guys. We record these episodes a couple of weeks in advance. But congratulations to Team USA. That is awesome. I think it's super cool that it happened like the day after the 4th of July. Don't you think like this, you know, patriotic, you know, our country won a international tournament. I don't know. It was just, it was awesome. It was so exciting. How are you? And how I'm feeling good. I climbed a mountain yesterday, so feeling in good shape physically. I've been outside, got a little bit of a cold, so our listeners might hear some oh. issues in my voice, but uh they say that when you have a cold, <laughs> you should just get outside and get out into the fresh air so you feel better. Totally. So I'm okay. You're, yeah. you're fine. Let's, let's think positive. There is no cold for you. <laughs> there is no cold. It does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in a recent episode, we started talking about the general training stuff because you've been getting a lot of questions about the general training. I've been getting a lot of questions. It's funny. More people are taking general, the general IELTS than we thought. We thought more people were yeah. taking the academic IELTS, and it turns out a lot of people are taking general. So that's great. And we want to help our listeners with that today. Yeah. And luckily, the the topics we talk about as far as general training, the writing task one, um, these, the, it's going to be a letter, right? So we, we talked about that last week. It's going to be a letter. But these types of letters are common in everyday life. So listeners, if you're an academic students, you still listen to these topics because this is going to help you in real life writing that you'll have to do at some point. Yeah. So, Oh, that's yeah. a good point, Jessica, because in the end, we're taking IELTS to go abroad and to be able to live in an English-speaking country. So we don't want people to just tune out when they hear general 
IELTS because we need these totally. skills in life. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Okay. So I again, mean, just I've to had, yeah. No, go I've ahead. I've had students that um, you know, th- they have to write like a formal email or a formal letter and it's and it's really difficult for them to do in English. They're not sure what they're supposed to say or, you know, if there's special vocabulary. So this, you know, this general training topic can can help everyone. That's a good question. And just to reiterate, if our listeners didn't catch the episode last week, we talked about the main differences between the academic IELTS and the general IELTS. So what are those main differences, Jessica? Yeah. So basically, it comes down to the writing and the reading. Okay. So the listening and the Mm -hmm. speaking are exactly the same. Um, The reading, the reading looks exactly the same. Same question types, um, but the passages are a little bit shorter and a little bit easier as far as the level. Mm. Because, you know, keep in mind, this is for general English, general training. It's not as high level as the academic stuff. So that's why the it's a little bit easier. And then writing task two, same kind of questions, argument, problem, solution. But again, the topic is a little bit easier. So the biggest difference is in writing task one. So we're going to focus on that today. Okay. And the difference is that it's a letter, right? You'll be given a letter with a particular goal or a particular topic, right? Exactly. So um, it's it's nice because it tells you exactly what to write. Whereas in the mm. academic writing task one, oh my God. I mean, we've talked about it. Like it doesn't, you don't know where to start with all these numbers. So oh, like, yeah, the general horrible. Training, yes. Yeah. Like the general training is way easier. So it it Good. gives you it gives you like one or two sentences explaining the situation. Okay. So for example, you bought mm. a product and it doesn't work or you are going to stay abroad with a host family. Um, okay. So it gives you a situation. And then it gives you three bullet points that you must talk about in your letter. So make it easy on yourselves, guys, and do a paragraph for each bullet point. Remember, okay. this is task one. So the paragraphs can be shorter. It could be two or three sentences in a paragraph. That's fine. But just make sure you talk about each bullet point in your letter. Yeah. And it's interesting because we've talked about before in the speaking part three, I believe we have those bullet points, those guiding questions, but we don't actually have to answer those questions directly. Is that right? Right. So that's speaking part two. And that is, right, it does look similar. You, yeah, you have that topic card and you have a, mm. a, a, a topic and then three bullet points. But yeah. So in speaking part two, you don't have to talk about those bullet points. Like the examiners don't even read those <clears throat> usually. Like that's not yeah. what they listen for. So right. So that can be confusing, one. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never connected those two things before, but that is really confusing. <laughs> that could yeah. be confusing. We want to make sure we actually answer the questions then on the general IELTS when we get those bullet points for the writing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So um, let's focus on a specific kind of letter today, a common one in writing task one, the um, letter of complaint. Um, Lindsay, okay. have you ever had to write a letter of complaint? What do you like? What do you think <laughs> I don't about know. that? It sort of seems like an old-fashioned task to me, honestly. It doesn't it seem like something right. I... Yeah, I think I would be more likely to get on the phone and be a little That's more true. direct. That's <laughs> true, call right? the We're going to look... Yeah. 
We're going to look yeah, for the, yeah. the customer service hotline and, you know, c- click on the contact me link. I'd, I'd write like a short, um, a short sort of email to the company, maybe, but this sort of like really formal organized letter. Um, that's true. We don't really do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, we really don't. But I guess on the IELTS general exam, we do. So we need yeah. to be able to. So, so Jessica, how would we start this letter if we're going to jump into writing this letter of complaint? I mean, obviously, we're given the issue, right? Are we given the specific issue, the thing that happened? Is it about a product that we purchased or what is it generally sometimes, about? Sometimes. Um, I've also seen examples where um, it's like you stayed at a hotel last month and had a difficult time or... Um, you know, okay. it's some, okay. some sort of uh-huh. problem in a in a formal situation that you have to write about. So it'll give you it, it's quite a it's quite a general, quite a broad situation. Like you stayed in a hotel and had a problem. You know, so there's yeah. a lot of room for you to be creative. Um and we talk about inventing ideas on this show. And this, I mean, you have to invent yeah, ideas here. <laughs> If you've been listening to IELTS Energy for a while, then you know that our content is the best in the IELTS field. If your exam is coming up in two, three, or four months, why don't you try our course, the Three Keys IELTS Success System? You can get a trial account for a dollar for three days to see if this is a good fit for you. Go right now to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and check the video on the homepage to start your trial now. See you there. We love that idea, right? We love the idea of inventing ideas. And I think one of the students in our course asked us if that was actually true. The idea of what we had talked about bringing up fake research and you had responded. A teacher had told the student that it's dangerous or something like that. Is that right? Was there a question this weekend? Yeah. Well, oh, this is another example of someone who, uh, maybe teaching IELTS or giving advice about IELTS who doesn't know about IELTS. <clears throat> I mean, our, you know, the student on our course is going through the writing section and, and practicing inventing research and, you know, all like the stuff that we've talked about before. Um, and I encourage in my students because I know what the examiners look for and this yeah. helps you get a high score. But somebody told her her that it's dangerous, which I have no idea where that person got the idea, got that notion. But geez, it's just, it's confusing for students having different advice. So please guys, yeah, pay uh, pay attention to the person who's giving the advice, you know? <laughs> Be careful. Find out find out how many students they've prepared for IELTS. Find out what kind of right. scores they've th- their students have gotten. Like, ask for yeah. hard facts. Ask for data. Ask for information, right? Because exactly. any teacher, unfortunately, can present themselves as an expert or as, as knowing IELTS, but they don't all know IELTS. So right. that's a side topic that we can talk about another day. But <laughs> okay, I think so- the point here is it's okay to make up ideas. Okay, good. Yeah, well... I mean, in this one, you you literally have to. I mean, there's like, yeah. you know, you, you have to come up with a fake product or a fake problem and you have to be specific, okay? So guys, if you have this task, 
You have to give me specific details for each bullet point. Don't just paraphrase the bullet point. Okay. So for example, if the mm. bullet point is, um, tell the manager of the hotel, um, the details mm. of your stay or like when and where you stayed. Okay. So you have to be specific. You have to say, um, uh, dear sir or madam. Okay. The IELTS tells you how to start the letter, but you say, dear sir or okay. madam. And then you have to say, um, uh, good afternoon. Last, <laughs> um, last <laughs> month on the, on, uh, July 8th, I stayed in your, um, on your property in Chicago for two days and, um, the staff was extremely rude and made my stay a nightmare. So <laughs> like, be, you know, be specific, be, be creative, you know? Creative is great. Yeah, that creative thinking. Now, is it important here to use idioms and phrasal verbs and advanced vocabulary? What kind of vocabulary are we using in this Good type of question. Yeah. letter? Yeah. Good uh -huh. question. So in order, so this is, this is one little difference in the grading between academic and general. Cause for the most part, you're graded on exactly the same stuff, you know, exactly okay. the same thing. Okay. But here's a hmm. tiny difference. So, um, in the general training letter, it could be an informal or a formal situation. These letters of complaint mm -hmm. are always formal. So you need to use, um, more, a little more high level polite language. Okay. You have to show okay. polite language. Like, would you mind if, you know, mm. sentences like that? Um, or would it be possible to blah, blah, blah. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So these, these hmm. structures are important, but if you do want that seven or higher for vocabulary, you still need to show me Interesting vocabulary. So idioms okay. are encouraged and looked for in, in these letters as well. So regardless, and it's hard because we don't know what kind of task we're going to get. We don't know what kind of letter we're going to get, right? So it's, it sounds like this is, this might be tricky to prepare for. Yeah, you know, I will, we'll talk about specific kinds of letters later to help you in your mm -hmm. preparation, but there are a small number of letter question types that you will see. So just practice each okay. one and become mm -hmm. familiar. You probably have to ask a native speaker if this situation is formal or not, because you might not know and it may mm -hmm. be different in your culture. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. We, that's a good point. Certain situations could be more formal than others in your culture versus in, in our culture, in English speaking cultures. Wow. Right. There's yeah. a lot I here. Mean, like, yeah, right. We, we haven't <laughs> talked about this enough. It's like, like, for example, I think if I saw a, a task or had to write a letter to a host family, for example, if I'm going to stay, um, with a host family in Florida for a month, for me, mm -hmm. I would, I would tend more towards the informal, right? Because I feel like okay. it's a, like a personal situation. But I think in another culture, it would be extremely formal. Um, right, so like right. that's, that's a huge difference to think about. That's true. That's true. Because in some cultures, you may want to approach them in a formal way because, you know, you're moving into their home and you want to start off on that formal footing. Whereas for you, right. you want to build the relationship. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whereas I think like, what else Americans do we tend towards informal. <laughs> we do. We do. We have a very informal speaking culture and it's probably more formal in, you know, British English or Australian English. I don't for know, sure. but yeah. it's true that we really do get casual really quickly. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. So what else do we need to know, Jessica, about writing this letter? So we want to go for interesting vocabulary. So what does that mean? Interesting vocabulary. 
Sure. So um, let's let's take it one by one, just to give a couple quick tips. So yeah. for for you're graded on four things, right? So for vocabulary, mm-hmm. um, you have to show me some idioms. You have to show me some interesting words, some specific words. This is another reason to give specific details in order to hit that seven or higher. Okay. So the more specific, okay. the better. Um, for the task. Uh, achievement or task response. You have to talk about all three bullet points and give examples and details for all three bullet points in order to get that seven or higher. Um, grammar, it's the same. Grammar, you have to show a mix of sentence structures. Okay. So not just simple okay. sentences. It has to be a mixture, compound, complex sentences, use linking mm-hmm. words. Also, cohesion, coherence. The last thing you're graded on, um, it you have to show me paragraphs and you have to show lots of linking words to organize your ideas. So, okay. Yeah. A lot of the same advice is for the academic, but <laughs> you have, you have slightly, slightly different things to think about in your approach for the general training. Yeah. It does sound like it's very similar in many ways to the academic exam, but it's great if you can prepare specifically for it. Okay. So any final words of wisdom, Jessica, before we wrap up today uh, on this writing task one for the general exam? Anything else you want to mention to our listeners? We're going to come back to this many more times in the future, guys, because we've realized a lot of you guys are taking this exam. But anything we want to close with today, Jessica? Um, so on the academic, I always tell students to read the business section of the newspaper to help them in writing task one. For the general training, I would look for advice columns, guys, like things oh, like nice. Dear Abby or, you know, like advice about manners or politeness. The New York Times has a great section every weekend mm. giving advice to people. So I would look for those yeah. sorts of columns in newspapers and magazines, and that'll show you the language, give you some ideas for different situations, you know, that you could maybe use in your own letters. I like that. I like and those advice columns are fun to to read too. So it it doesn't have to be boring preparing for IELTS. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Exactly. All right, cool. Jessica, thanks for hanging out today and and sharing your wisdom again, as always. We appreciate it. And we're gonna be talking more about the general exam in the future coming up very soon. Coming up very soon. Yeah. So yeah, write us with any questions, guys. And Lindsay, feel better. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm sure I'll be able to <laughs> knock off this cold soon. So I'll, I'll work on that. I'll get plenty of rest. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. So I I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.